Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Hi-Fi Preschooling Kids Weekly Training Podcast. My name is Crystal Mizuka and I am here with my good friends from Hi-Fi. I am here with Kayla Pumpkin Spice Stevens and Isaac here for Hey Rides Kirstead. <laughs> and we are so excited to get to talk with you for yet another wonderful week of Hi-Fi. Uh, we are in the truth right now that I am forgiven. God forgives me. It's flipped in kids. It's here to the rescue for preschool. But before we dive into the content of week two, I have a question for my friends here. What you it's got? October. Let's hear it. It's October. It's wonderful. It's fall. It's the best so month of the year. So what would be your perfect Saturday in fall? Like your perfect fall Ooh. weekend Saturday. Hmm. It's funny that you introduced me as pumpkin spice because there, there, there would be some kind of fall latte in my perfect Saturday. Okay. But only in the nice. afternoon. I can't really do super, super sweet coffee in the morning. So me neither. I can't do it. But I, so, okay. So sleeping in is always a must on a mm. Saturday. So no alarm mm-hmm. on Saturday. Um, I really enjoy eating pumpkin flavored or fall flavored things for breakfast, but my breakfast needs to be at like 1030. So like brunch, really (laughs) not breakfast, breakfast, but, um, yeah, so, so a good brunch, um, a nice time outdoors in the afternoon, walking around Mm. in some cooler weather and um, having having some time with a my favorite pumpkin spice latte in the afternoon and maybe some chili and football in the evening. Sounds like a great day. Nice. Ooh. I like it. So mine's like going it. to be pretty similar, actually. <laughs> We're the same person. But it's the fine. biggest difference is I, I will set an alarm and I'll wake up early. I'll go play a round of disc golf before. I disc like, golf was going to yes, be in this. But because the fall is better because there are no leaves on the tree. So there's less chance of you hitting a tree and it messing up the flat of your disc because there are less trees. Oh, my word. So fall is great for that reason so wake up go play around a disc golf come back home my wife will be awake at that point we'll go get brunch and then like if we can find like an apple orchard or something like that we can go get our like specialty favorite drinks and then like we're good to go i love it yes i love it that's nice crystal what about you what's your favorite fall saturday you know i gotta say um first off i am not a huge pumpkin spice fan i've discovered that about myself i've tried really hard to like it But every time I get a pumpkin spice something, I'm like, "Mm, I don't know about this. So I don't know that there's anything food specific, but I do for sure. I'm not a big outdoorsy person, but I would love to go out on a Saturday and go on a walk, not a hike, a walk where there's crunchy leaves. So they're crunching under my feet. But I also want to listen to some kind of. Uh, podcast or audiobook that's going to be like murder mystery. You know, like, <laughs> I knew who, it. Who did it? There's somebody. You know, like because there's just something about that. I mean, I'm in Washington State. It's it's gray. It's dreary, and I just kind of want that. I don't. I don't know. Like that just speaks to me during that time. And then I want to spend the evening inside. I want it to be cool enough that I can turn on my electric fireplace because they don't have a real fireplace. But I turn on my electric fireplace and like I just cozy up under a blanket and watch a movie or play board game with my kids. That sounds like absolutely perfect. Oh, I um, love it. So we are all ready for these these fall things, right? Um, But this week in Hi-Fi, we are actually talking about how God is ready to forgive. 
And we get to see this. Um, we could see it in so many different stories through scripture. It's hard to narrow it down. But this week we have chosen to focus on the story from Luke 7 when um, there is a woman who comes in while Jesus is having a meal with um, a bunch of religious leaders and she comes in and she just falls at his feet and she begins washing his feet. She's crying. She's using her tears. She's using her hair and all of this. And the response of the religious leaders in that moment is criticalness. Hmm. It's a judgmental attitude. It is saying, if Jesus knew what this woman, woman did, like there's no way that he would even let her touch him let alone like wash his feet like that. And Jesus looks up at them and he's like, I'm going to paraphrase. This is the crystal. Dude, this is why I'm here. This is this is what I came for. And we get to show kids that he is ready to forgive, that it doesn't matter what they have done. It doesn't matter what they have been through. It doesn't matter how good they've been or quote unquote bad they've been, quote unquote good, whatever you want to say. God is ready to forgive them. And it's amazing because we live in a world right now where where kids are constantly thinking about who am I? Who should I be? What are people even thinking about me? How can I put across an air where I would walk into a room and instead of being rejected and criticized, I'm going to be praised and accepted and all that kinds of stuff. And so this woman obviously had a reputation when she came into that room. People knew her for something. And that speaks a lot into the identity thing that we're talking a lot about in Hi-Fi, right? So we know that young people today are constantly searching for their sense of identity. They are wanting a reputation and they are they care a lot about what people think about them. Mm-hmm. Do one of you want to speak a little bit more into kind of this thing that we've talked about with expressive individualism when it comes to kids and students and how we would even see that reflected in a scenario similar to what we see in the Bible story? Yeah, I, I think... You're exactly right, Crystal. Like this, this woman was known for something. And as you were saying that, it just sparked in me, you know, our, our kids are looking for identity and either they are going to um, search for it themselves or oftentimes our culture will put an identity on them. And we see that mm. in this story where there's a woman who, like you said, she's known as being a sinner. Um, and so this is kind of a more sensitive story. We talked a couple of weeks ago about another sensitive story when Jesus mm-hmm. met the Samaritan woman at the well. Um, this is another one of those sensitive stories, but have no fear. Um, in Hi-Fi, we have been very, very um, intentional and purposeful in our language and how we speak about this woman and how she's she's known as a sinner. And we let the Bible story media do kind of the heavy lifting for us. And we get to unpack, not focusing in on what the sin is necessarily, but just the reputation that these people had put on her um, and also from her own choices. And so we see that in the kids in our culture today and expressive individualism. And um, if you guys haven't heard that term before, um, I would really encourage you to go go look it up and see see what it's about. But expressive individualism is just saying uh, our culture today, kids are saying I need to define who I am 
Um, And then I need to express my identity to the world and then surround myself with people who uh, celebrate and elevate the identity that I've chosen. And Mm -hmm. so in that, I think I think some similarities that we can see with ourselves and with the woman uh, that needs forgiveness um, that is so powerful in this story is we see a woman who recognizes who she is and recognizes her need, kind of like we talked last week about Jonah and, you know, the importance and the value of showing kids not only the kindness of God and who God is and how he's ready to forgive us, but also our need for forgiveness. Um, And so I think that that's really important as we unpack with kids um, our identities and who we are, we don't define those in ourselves. God has already told us who we are. And the woman understood that her identity apart from Christ was brokenness. It was hopelessness. It was, I can't change this. I can't fix this on my own. And But she also came to see and know and understand the full and complete and transformative forgiveness of Jesus. And that is what completely flipped her identity around and brought her to a place of kneeling before Jesus in humility and just gratitude for who Jesus is and for the forgiveness that he offers us. Mm, Kayla, I just, I, I love that, like that, it's that recognition of who God is that transformed her. Um, we live in such a performance-based culture mm. where you are just constantly, constantly trying to earn reputation. You are trying to earn position. And um, this woman had a reputation as a sinner. And yet it was in that sinfulness that she was able to receive God's forgiveness. And so Isaac, like... How are we helping kids and preschoolers recognize through this story that Jesus is ready to forgive? It's not about performance. So I love that not only is her identity flipped, but actually the thought of Simon, the man who is bringing Jesus into his house, his thought of how Jesus is able to forgive is flipped as well. Because when Mm. he is talking, he's saying, hey, don't you know who this is? And Jesus actually tells a story. And at the end of the story, Jesus says that because they have been forgiven much, they love much. And we get to share these with these kids that we have been forgiven greatly, just like this woman was forgiven, just like Jesus was ready to forgive her. He is ready to forgive us when we ask for it, no matter what, no matter where he is ready to forgive. And you know what? We have a lot to be forgiven because we have all decided to do what we think is best instead of following what God says is best. And that is sin. And when we understand that we have sinned, that we need to be forgiven, we have an opportunity to love God more because we see our need for forgiveness and how big Mm. his forgiveness is for each of us. Yeah, Yeah, I love that. And I I think it's important too, particularly when I think about preschoolers, like three and four and five-year-olds, they haven't done a whole lot in their life. They are little sinners. They have disobeyed. I don't know if preschoolers (laughs) you've been hanging out with. (laughs) But the point being is that sometimes with kids, I I would say too, 
um, you know, they, they tend to think about what they need to be forgiven of in comparison to other people. For sure. And what, you know, what sin is and how the wrong things that I do um, mm. and, in comparison to the people around them. And I think this is a really mm-hmm. uh, important opportunity for us this week to to think about sin in the context of not compared to am I a better or worse sinner than the person before me, which is what was happening in the mm-hmm. story, right? Um, but to actually understand and see, like, our sin isn't about how we compare or how we measure up to the people around us. It is all viewed in the holiness of God and of mm. who God is. And so we, it's important for us to to really lean into and help kids understand that this woman understood her her sin and her need for forgiveness, and it wasn't by comparing herself to other people. Um, and really, she had the right view and understanding of forgiveness versus Simon because she knew, like, looking at Jesus, like, she understood her need, right? And then Simon, mm. who could potentially is comparing himself to other people around him, has a, a skewed view of forgiveness because he feels like, you know, I only need to forgive, be forgiven this little bit because I haven't done a whole lot. But really, uh, our sin and and the ways that we have been defiant and rebellious and disobedient towards God, they may feel small to us because we're comparing to one another, but ultimately Mm -hmm. we need to help point kids not to look around, but to look up and to see that who God is and the holiness of who he is um, and the destruction that our sin has, not only in our relationship with God, but our relationships with other people. Um, and how we're not comparing ourselves around and looking around, comparing ourselves to other people. But sin is helping us see um, how much should we have fallen short because of who God is. And yet he is there ready to forgive us no mm-hmm. matter what. Yeah. And, you know, I, I really hope that this will encourage all of us who are working with kids in Um, this incredible truth that we're getting to share with them because Jesus's forgiveness of this woman transformed her identity. She no longer was a sinner. She didn't see herself as this wretched woman, this sinful woman. She didn't define herself anymore by the the mistakes that she had made, but she now defined herself as loved by God, as forgiven by God. The gospel transforms identity. And we need to remember that when it comes to kids, like it's not just a matter of it's going to change their behavior. We're not trying to make kids be good. We're not trying to make kids be obedient. We're not trying to make kids do anything. We are trying to help kids see that God forgives them. And when you are forgiven, it changes who you are. You see yourself differently. You see others differently. You see the world differently. And I'm going to go off script a little bit here, guys. I hope that's okay. I I just want to speak a word of encouragement to all of the leaders that are listening to this right now. God is ready to forgive the kids in our ministries. And we may never see it. We may never see that moment when they put their trust in Jesus. Mm -hmm. We may never see their identity be transformed by him. But be confident that we are laying a foundation for that to happen. Be confident that this message that we are giving them today, that God is ready to forgive, 
it stays with them. It is always with them. He is ready to forgive them today. He is ready to forgive them next week. He is ready to forgive them in a month, in a year, in 10 years, in 20 years. This message that we are sharing with them has the ability to transform them. And even if we don't see it while they're in our ministry, like no one believed that that message is true. Let it give you hope on those days when those kids are coming in and it just feels so hard. Let it give you hope when a kid is sharing with you something that breaks your heart. God is ready to forgive always and forever. Be encouraged and be strengthened by that. So I just, I don't know. I just felt like I really wanted to share that. Like this should encourage us in the same way that we know that this is good for kids. Like it should encourage our hearts as well as we're ministering to them. That really is such a good reminder, Crystal. So everyone, we just want to say thank you so much for listening again. Thank you so much for um, using Hi-Fi in your churches. And again, join us in our Facebook group. We love seeing your pictures. We love hearing your stories about what's going on. Share your ideas. Share the awesome things that are happening. Ask us any questions that we have. And we can't wait to talk with you again next week all about how God sent Jesus because he loves us and he wants to forgive us. We will talk with you next time. Bye. Bye.